hello. Thank you for downloading this episode of Parks and Conversation, which is a talk through rewatch situation where we are enjoying parks and recreation and talking about it. And my name is Jason, and I'm joined by my friend all the way across town, Jeremy. Say hello, Jeremy. Hey, how's it going? Oh, man, it's Friday. Can you believe it? I, I can. Yeah, that's ca- usually how calendars work. Yeah, the calendar told me. Right. So, um, yeah, today we are talking about season two, episode nine, titled The Camel. And uh, I uh, I really enjoy this episode. First impression. I really enjoyed it. What was your, well, not my first, but on your rewatch, what uh, what did you think and feel about this episode? I lo- yeah, I like this episode quite a bit. I think, uh, once again, it, it moved a bunch of characters forward and, um, you know, yeah, there's a lot of little things getting into it, but it was it was really good. I I, I enjoy this one, especially because it has art in it, which I'm a fan. So you're an art person. Yeah, I guess, but I I, I definitely appreciate it, and um, yeah, I like I like this this one quite a bit. It didn't get as good of of uh, a ratings on IMDb as some of the other ones, but I still think it's it's up there. It's it's underappreciated in my my view. Why why do you think this one first impression wise? it wouldn't be as popular as some of the other ones. Well, I think it is a much smaller episode. Like it isn't a, it doesn't move the park forward yeah, at all. And so it kind of, it, it, it stands alone. And that's one of the things I appreciated about it was that mm-hmm. it was like, this one is just getting, helping us get to know the parks department and, Anne a little better. <laughs> and, and yeah. Because she doesn't work there. She doesn't. Um, but she's hot, so it's fine. Right. And, you know, honestly, if somebody were to just watch this episode on its own without um, any context, if they didn't say Anne didn't work in the parks department, you wouldn't have known. That's true. Like, it would have just been fine. Like, Anne's here. She is also a part of this project. You know, and, but, and this just popped into my head. I feel like this potentially could be, up until this point, one of the most well-rounded uh, episodes with that all of the characters get a little bit of their personality in it, especially, I mean, just because of the competition, it really, it starts to set up, well, we'll get into it here in a second, but you know, it really starts to set up everyone's, um, their personality based on their art choices. Um, but we get a little bit of Andy, we get, you know, like everybody's in this. So even, even Jerry. And so all the dynamics are there. So I think that's again, why I really like this episode. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. We've learned more about their personality. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so basically let's talk about the uh, the premise of this episode is one of the many horrifying murals of Pawnee. Um, the spirit of Pawnee was vandalized. Let me stop you right there. I know we just started, but let's stop. Uh, That's fine. How, how many murals do they have? It seems like throughout this series, they like City Hall is gigantic because they have a million of these murals well there are many inconsistencies with uh <laughs> the logic of punny the Let's city not get into is, it, right the city is too small to have the press core that they have in future press conferences that's like, true there's that's... just too there are too many people coming to all those press conferences right the the city hall like I, linwood is a pretty big city mm-hmm. right the city hall is not that big. Yeah, I feel like, we, like I feel like Linwood is bigger than Pawnee. I feel. I, I believe I, so. Yeah. And the city hall of Linwood is one story and most of its cubicles. 
And so in Pawnee, like we, the city hall has four stories minimum. <laughs> like we know there's a fourth floor. Yeah, right? we do, which is great. And so like how on earth is this, is this city so uh, overloaded with government and the press? And so there could be infinite numbers of murals to answer your question. Yeah. It could be a house of mysteries where every hall leads to a new hall and every door into another dimension. I'd watch and, that. Yeah, it'd be pretty great. So Okay, so I, mur- murals. Yeah. Yeah, so one of the murals, the Spirit of Pawnee, was vandalized. And this mural in particular is racist and terrifying. And it, I can see how they would have started this mural saying, we want to talk about the influence of the rail system in expanding America. Mm-hmm. Right? Because mm-hmm. it's true. The rails yeah. united the coasts. It was it was a powerful, powerful development in technology. Also, the rail system was largely built by the exploited labor of Chinese immigrants. Also true. Uh, these are American history facts. And then the muralist was like, well, I've got the rails. I've got these Chinese people and mm-hmm. I'm a racist. And so he threw it all together and uh, made a racist, terrifying mural about the rail system and called it the spirit of Pawnee. <laughs> and because yeah, uh, when you're moving forward, mural. no, it's it's not a good mural. And when you're when you're moving forward, you know, through Indian territory, the only thing you can do is bulldoze right through them, you know, as depicted by the Indians on the train tracks. Right. Yes. There's the Indians. There's the Chinese people. There's all kinds of just terrible things happening there. And so it makes Mm -hmm. sense that it's been defaced and vandalized multiple, multiple times. So the uh, yeah. So the Pawnee uh, city manager, Paul, is uh, having a meeting and saying, hey, this this uh, mural was vandalized again. And so we are asking all of the departments of the city hall to come up with their new ideas for replacing the mural. Great, great initiative. Mm -hmm. I love it. That's the main story. So the sub story is Andy is still learning how to be an effective shoe shinist. And uh, and he uh, him and Ron have some interactions uh, in at the at the shoe shine stand and comedy ensues. Um, And like I would love. I would love a series of just Andy at the shoe shine station. Right. Like that would be great. It would be like cheers, but much, uh, much smaller, but it, like just having an Andy type character, like dispense wisdom from the shoe shine stand like, <laughs> or, a lack, or, a lack, or a lack thereof. <laughs> yeah. Like his idea of wisdom. I love right. that. Idea. Yeah. Yeah. So, It'd be so good. Um, so yeah, I don't so know. That's I, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm doing it really well. Right. <laughs> I never understood the idea of elbow grease. It's not actually grease. <laughs> Let's mean hard work. <laughs> so, yeah. Andy is Andy is just a, a lovable goofball and I love him. So, uh, yeah. So all the different departments are going to jump in here and we meet for the first time. Sewage Joe, who will come back multiple times throughout the series. Is this the first time? I feel like this is the first time. No, no. We talked about Sewage Joe okay. yeah, one other time. All right. So, yeah. So Sewage Joe is uh, claiming that they're going to win. And uh, I love um, how Leslie says, your department is literally full of crap. And his response is, crap is a slang term and I don't like it. 
<laughs> he's got he's got principles. Yeah, um, that's that's the thing that's going to get the uh, the solid waste guy upset. Right. Crap is a slang term. Um, and so, yeah, Tom is perplexed by uh, sewage Joe and the sewage department because they have the hottest interns, which, yeah, I don't know why that would happen. But again, Pawnee contains mysteries. It's true. Many, many mysteries. So, um, so yeah, so that that's the cold open. Cut to credits. They go to the department and uh, Leslie's telling everybody, we're going to find the spirit of Pawnee in an hour. Everybody go figure it out. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so everybody is like, well, you can't tell us what to do. And I love, I love this part of it. This is all you need to know about Ron. They say only Ron can tell us what to do. And then she says, Ron, tell them to do what I'm saying. And he just says, do whatever she says. That's all you need to know about Ron from this episode, really. And she doesn't want to do any work. And she's so childish when she gets her way. She's like, ha ha, see? Yeah. <laughs> like, why, you know. like, why, do you, why do you try? Right. So, yeah. So, uh, so Leslie has set up all the people to go and do their thing. And then it cuts to Andy at the shoeshine station. Uh, and Ron is coming up to get in line. And uh, he lets Ron cut in front of a character who we will come to know as Kyle. Kyle. Who is great. He is he's a great the other, part. He's the other Jerry. Yeah. Every organization has a Jerry. In future, uh, in future episodes, we will see that Kyle is even Jerry's Jerry. So, like, he's even lower than Jerry in, like, the dominance profiles. So that's fun. It's, um, not, it's not Jerry's kids. It's Jerry's Jerry's. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's uh, something I've never considered, but yeah. thank you. It's all right. Thank you for that. Yeah. Um, but uh, Kyle, so Kyle's in line and then uh, Ron, Andy just lets Ron cut in front of, in front of, uh, of Kyle. Um, and uh, Ron is really impressed with Andy's, you know, in, in, in uh, stick to itiveness and his initiative and, and, and what he's doing, he's working well. And Ron talks about his own like experience as his first job and how he was, had this job when he was nine years old and how child labor laws are ruining America. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so that's, that was fun. And then Andy is polishing Ron's shoe and he's like, what do you got in here? A key? <laughs> How, why <laughs> why would andy think yeah everybody puts their keys in their shoes um but that's probably what andy does like you know i'm not gonna lose things out of my shoe no so uh but and ron says no i've got a bunion that normally hurts like crazy but right now it's been uh it's been soothed and so he really enjoyed that shoe shine um yeah so uh Ron goes away and Kyle's like, you know, you really shouldn't let your friends cut. And Andy just throws his briefcase. You know what else? I'm going to do this. Get out of here, Kyle. Um, so, yeah. So he starts bullying Kyle, which I do not endorse. Bullying is always bad. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Even uh, if it's even if it's Kyle. Yeah. Kyle is like Kyle is a fine person. He's not a, a bad person. I don't yeah, know. Why he, they, uh, even to the point like. <laughs> Indy throws down his briefcase and Kyle picks it up. He doesn't get mad like any other like any other person would get upset and walk away. He's like, 
no, what I was trying to say was, and like, like he's, he still wants a shoe shine. Like he's still like, I thought that was hilarious. Like he's still going to move forward, even though this person's insulted him. And, and then Andy's like, oh, oh okay. I, I, I see the error of my ways as a ruse to get the briefcase back and throw it the opposite direction. So great, <laughs> great interaction set up by Kyle's willingness to just be a good human. So once again, I think the people of Pawnee kind of are the worst, but yeah. Well, maybe it's all the people who are associated with the parks department are the worst. That's true. Because like Councilman Hauser, he's great. I don't know. Anyway, we don't have a lot of interaction with Councilman Hauser yet, but I love <laughs> Councilman Hauser. So, yeah. um, all right. So then it cuts to all of the different parks people uh, trying to figure out how to find the spirit of Pawnee. And uh, Tom goes to art school to find an art student. Like he just enrolled. Oh, yeah, to find an art student. Yeah, he didn't enroll in art school. He just went to the art school in Pawnee, which, again, Pawnee is not that big. How do they have all these things? Um, and uh, so he hires an art student to make some art. Yeah, it's, per- it's perfect, Tom. It's like, I don't want to do this. I will pay somebody else to do this for me. Right. And some art student, one of the things he says, well, tell me a little bit about yourself. I was like, no, <laughs> just walks away. <laughs> the art, he's like, do something that only I can do. Well, tell me about yourself. No. Um, <laughs> so uh, Tom, Tom's journey in this episode is wonderful. It's so good. Um, and so then Anne decides to make a collage because she's not an artist. So she's cutting stuff out of magazines and stuff. Um, yeah, I, and and, and I'd like to say there are some really cool collages out there. So don't, you know, if, if someone's trying to tell you that collage art is not legit, they're, they're wrong. So you do you collage people. Well, yeah, I agree. Anne's collage is terrible. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. It's bad. She needs more practice, but I'm just, you know, I'm just saying, keep cutting out those pictures. What's frustrating for, from Anne's perspective in this is that she is, doesn't work for the parks department. <laughs> Well, she doesn't work for the parks department, so that's frustrating. But also, like, Anne, April, and Donna, they all do collage. All of their projects are a form of collage. Mm-hmm. And they all r- just rag on Anne. Um, yeah, Anne's was awful, but so was April's and Donna's. But um, so uh, Anne makes the collage. It's terrible. Leslie does some actual town research. So she's at a museum and she's looking at stuff. She's like, I know everything about this town. And so, you know, it's like, we don't see what her project is going to be at this point, but you know, it's like, man, this is going to be meaningful. She cares. Mm-hmm. Yeah. April is literally digging through the dumpster to find uh, stuff for her collage because she believes this town is trash. And so she's digging in the trash. Fantastic commentary. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's, I mean, we're learning a little bit about what people are doing. As they're building their collages, they've got an hour. So, if which I was like, well, sorry, well, I thought it was funny too because when Leslie first kind of posts this, this you know, do all this stuff, make it amazing, and you have an hour, and then years later, it, just in case people haven't heard of it, it's not a huge show. But then, uh, I almost said Leslie Nope, um, Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman actually host a craft show called Making It in real life. That's kind of fun. And, uh, I, I, I recommend it to people who, uh, like craft and art and stuff. Yeah, it is a good show. Yeah. And anyway. they're fun. I do. So the one downside about that show is the puns. I'm not, I'm a fan of puns, but 
Yeah. It's clearly obvious that these puns are all scripted and written. Like they didn't just come up with this. Like it would be one thing like a, an organic pun is a delightful situation. Yeah, they really grow on you. Exactly. Whereas a a forced pun mm-hmm. it's a violation of my rights. Yeah. So that's that's how I feel. So okay, okay. so they have an hour to find all this stuff, right? Ron in 1 hour's time <laughs> went he got his shoe shine left and came back in one hour's time uh to get his shoe shined again and you and he's like oh man i i I scuffed my shoe and it cuts away to ron like scraping his shoe on the landmine or the sea mine in his office Mm -hmm. Uh, like he's doing this on purpose because andy just has this magic touch that is alleviating the pain of his bunion um and so he goes to get another massage and i love andy's response uh he's like is it something wrong with your shoe shine? Because if you want your money back, I already spent it. So in one hour's time, Andy spent the whatever amount of money that Ron gave him while working. Ron also like needed to come back for another shoe shine. He scuffed it in one hour. So I, I, I enjoy that part of this little thing that is like, if you're looking at this in real time, it's like, this is way too fast. This is way too weird. Uh, Ron, you have a serious, serious problem. And Andy, what did you spend that money on? Yeah. <laughs> I already spent it. <laughs> and Ron's reaction is like, what, how did you, how did you do that? And it's like, well, how, why do you need another shoe shine? It, you're, they're uh, both at, yeah, they're, it's great. <laughs> yes. They're both in a position where it's like, we're, we don't want to go too far down this road of logic here. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah. So he goes ahead and gets another shoe shine. Then it cuts to the presentations and is completely ripped apart um, and deservedly so because it's not good. And I love Tom's response. Like, you can't make art because you are art. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> it looks um, like something a death row convict would make. <laughs> yes, in art therapy. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Tom presents. And one of the beautiful little moments in, in Tom's presentation is he's putting his mural up. Is He doesn't know which way is the top Perfect. <laughs> like, uh, uh, and he just chooses. And uh, then he, he starts uh, discussing it. It's like, these are some pretty sweet shapes. And then he's looking at it and he falls into the art trap. It's like, this actually gives you a sense of completeness. Right. <laughs> he's, like, he's, getting, <laughs> he's getting it. He, it's, it's, it's making a connection. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so that's a, that's fun. And then Donna gets up and she has the, in my notes, I wanted to write the last supper, but it autocorrected to the latest supper. No. Um, so I mean, it's been, supper, it's been a while, but yeah, I don't know. There's probably been some more made, but yeah. Um, but the, the last supper with Indiana celebrities and she didn't know for sure how many Indiana celebrities there were. Um, but uh, so she also included a NASCAR and Ron Swanson. Um Fun fact in that, not mentioned, but Jim Gaffigan, who is from Indiana, is also on that mural. Michael Jackson's on there. Um, And so it's the, you know, the Indiana celebrity celebrity sphere uh, as part of the Last Supper, um, which of all of the murals that are presented, like, I think that would actually be a pretty fun mural. Yeah, I, I wrote in my notes, ask Jason what his favorite mural was, and you just answered it. So good job. Yeah, that was that. Well, that that would be a fun mural. Um, next up is Jerry's mural. 
Which his, act, his his what? His well, his mural, which he accidentally calls a mural, and uh, classic Jerry. Yeah, he had he made a slip of the tongue, called it a mural, and everybody just rips it apart. Not because of the quality of the piece, but because he called it a mural. And so, why don't you go urinate on your in your mural? Um, but I actually think Jerry's is the most like if you're looking for the spirit of Pawnee, it's all photos in pointillism of people from Pawnee. Yep. What what a great idea. Jerry is full of good ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jerry gets in the way of Jerry. Yeah, he gets in his own way. So so he takes it off. He's like, it's actually inspired by my grandmother's death and Calls it a mural. People start. No, nobody cares. Yeah, <laughs> in the other room. Tom, you could hear them laughing at him, yeah. and Tom's like, "No one cares." Oh, so sad. So like sad. He, he can't even do the talking head interview like without no. getting ripped on. Like that's so. No. It's it's really sad, but it's really funny. It's a great device. So, um, and then after Jerry, we have April's uh, presentation, which is. Um, truly truly terrifying because it's uh well the worst part of it all for me is the uh tv that's showing knee surgeries that's gross um and then next to it is a man like a fat man in a hamster wheel eating raw beef and so blood's coming out of his mouth like that's that's what she wants to do for her mural Mm -hmm. um and leslie's response is um why <laughs> and that's that's it so pass on that and then leslie gets up with hers and april's, uh, respo- april's response there is like the most artistic uh if you have to ask you don't get it right <laughs> uh yeah so leslie gets up and she tells the story about the tragic bread factory fire we lost a lot of good bread that day and 21 human lives um and uh she's tells people like, this is great because people love voting for tragedy. Look at the Oscars. Look, I mean, these are people go for tragedy uh, and response. It sounds like you're exploiting tragedy. Leslie's response. Yeah. And gets it because she <laughs> just wants to win. That's, mm-hmm. all, yep. that's all she wants. She wants to have something that will be in the building that will outlast them all. She wants to build a legacy, which has been an ongoing theme for Leslie with her mom And now her in serving in government, like all these things, she wants to have a legacy. Which I talked uh, about earlier and said, you know, hey, I thought the park was the legacy. And she's like, well, you can have two legacies. Right. (laughs) One's one's not enough. Yeah, she wants a multiplicity of legacy. Um, And so they vote as a department. And, you know, there can only be one mural put, put forward, but everybody's a winner the park department. And then they say, all right, so who won? (laughs) And Tom tells her that it's the vote is one to one to one to one to one to one to one because everybody voted for themselves. So they're at an impasse. And this Um, is where the, this is where the episode could have ended because if somebody had just said, okay, let's revote and you can't vote for yourself, something would have gotten multiple votes and then that would have been the end. Well, in theory, something would have gotten multiple votes. But if everybody just says, I'm going to go vote for the person to my left, still just <laughs> that, one, <laughs> that's, one vote. That's too, that's too much organization. That's, that's collusion. That's collusion. You can't. Government collusion? Come on, Jason. 
That's not a thing. That That's never happens. That's not a scumch. I'm going to mail you a letter about it. Oh, wow. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> maybe. Oh, the world. Uh, so, um, yeah. So now Leslie's kind of like, I don't know what to do about this. So we cut then again to Ron, who's coming come back to Andy. And it just zooms in on Andy. And he just whispers, third time today. And, uh, fourth time today. And so she's, he, uh, he's, you know, polishing Ron's shoe. And then Ron makes uh, a very, very intense moan. Uh, and it freaks Andy out. And uh, Ron realizes after he made the moan that this was not good. Uh, finishes the shoe shine and he is trying to give Andy money. And that Andy, like, <laughs> like, like, is trying to not touch Ron in any way. And like, it like, barely accept the money um so it was definitely definitely a weird experience and then cuts to andy and he's like what was that oh my god <laughs> so gross um so yeah i that that whole interaction was just so wonderful and i'm hoping you've already watched this listener um and so you can see for yourself but if you haven't yet uh, why are you listening to this so um all right. So then Leslie says, all right, okay, we all voted for ourselves. So let's change the game. Take a piece of your mural, your favorite piece, and we'll build a mural together. Oh, that's nice. Inclusive. Yeah. It's inclusive. It's trying to build consensus. Mm -hmm. And even looking at the mural, I, 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 I didn't look closely because I was taking notes, but was there any of Jerry's piece in that mural? Oh, that's a good question. I, if I had to guess, I would say no, just based on the character. Yeah, because, well, even when he holds it up later in the episode, like, it's whole. There's no missing pieces. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so it's one of those things where it's like, what? They're just keeping Jerry out of this also. Um, all right, so it's not good what they put together. It's terrible. So then she's like, all right, we've got, Alyssa's like, we got a problem. So she goes to the problem solver in City Hall. Uh, Mark Brandanowitz, who, you know, what he can accomplish in government can, can literally be measured. Um, and so uh, she goes to get his input and he comes back and says, oh, you've made a camel, which is the title of the episode. Um, and he says, you know, camel is a horse designed by committee. Oh, Mark. Get it. In their art here, this mural was a little bit of everything and a whole lot of nothing. And so. It's a accurate statement. It's not good. Um, and so he says, you know, what you need to do is make something that is, you know, innocuous. And so Leslie recruits Mark to sketch a design. He comes back with an old man feeding pigeons in a park. And uh, it has no point of view. It has no statement. It is. We, Ron even calls it, it's hotel art. Not Ron. Yeah. Uh, Mark calls it hotel art. Like people right. throw acid at it. It's just there. Um, and so. And you know, really, and, and you know, it's kind of bad because when they're talking, when they reveal it and Ron comes in, he's like, Hey, I like that one. That's the winner. Like that's when you know it's bad. Right. Well, it's, here's the thing. It's not bad. Well, it's nothing. It's, it's nothing. Yeah. And that's, you know, Mark is right. And like, if you want something that is a safe bet, don't take a stand. 
like just paint a scene. There's nothing, there's nothing offensive about that painting or that yeah. sketch that, that Mark put together. But it's also super boring. Right. But Ron's, Ron's like, that one, I like it. It comforts me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, so Leslie's like, let's do it. This is the one. Uh, even though the team hates it. They're very upset. And they're leaving very late at night. It's like dark outside when they leave. Um, and so this is, uh, you know, the team wanted to do this. Leslie wanted the team to do this together. Mm-hmm. But they are fractured at the end of the day. Um, because they... Ron isn't even a part of their department. <laughs> or not Ron. I keep saying Ron. I like Ron more than Mark. So yeah, that's Mark true. is not even part of their department. And here he is trying to swoop in as the park department representative. So they're upset about that. Anne isn't even a part of the department, but she works there because she's hot. So um, it's like the group project that, you know, everybody works really hard on. And then somebody just, you know, gets a ringer or finds the the paper on the Internet and says, we're going to turn this in because it's better. And it's like, well, then why did we do this? What was what was the point, Leslie? Exactly. Exactly. And 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 wants to win. Yeah. And when and when you're getting, you know, chastised by April, you know that you're in the wrong. Because even she was upset, and she doesn't get really mad about stuff. So, well, she doesn't get really mad about work stuff, really. That's that's true. You, there, there will be moments of anger in April's life. Um. So yeah, but so, she, this is like the one thing she cares about work related, I guess. So far, early on, you know, like like this is the mural. This is the team thing. This is like normally she's like couldn't even be bothered, but even she's like saying, "Well, we're we're you know you're all rah rah, let's go." So yeah. Well, I think part of it is I, like what one of the things I love about this episode, we get to know a little bit about the people mm-hmm. and they, when, when people are presenting art that is meaningful to them, even like something they put together in an hour, you know, they're sharing a little bit about themselves. Exactly. And doing this in a work environment is a risky thing. Mm-hmm. And so for everybody in your department to say your art is terrible. Like that is a, that is a painful moment for uh, for a team. Um, then there's a reason why I have never done anything like this in any team I've ever led. Make some art and let's vote on it. Oh man, I I, <laughs> I have things. to I have to lead critiques sometimes for my job, and it's kind of the worst because a lot of the stuff is is basically the you know, one quarter's worth of instruction is about like an hour's worth of, you know, actual time in, in the real world when you're trying to do a new project, if that makes any sense. And so people don't have a lot of time to get good at anything and yet you're supposed to critique them. And so you're just trying to like figure out ways to say it's bad in nice ways. So, you know, it looks like you tried hard, you know, things like that. Um, people are trying to put put themselves out there, you know, and it's hard to, you know, you want them to succeed, but it's also, it's like, like, and it's like, yeah, it's really bad though. Maybe you shouldn't do this, which is, which (laughs) that's, that's the thing that like, I kind of want to say to people sometimes, but they paid to be there and I can't. So what are you going to say? Adjunct? Well, one of the classes that I teach, um, you know, I don't have personal interaction with students online. Um, and, but there was still a part of the, this course that required them to create an artistic expression. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was just a part of the course. Like I didn't design that part. And I said, do we need this? And they said, we like it. And it's like, okay. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and so like every, every time I taught this course and people would send me like, they, first of all, they're like, 
what is art? <laughs> uh, oh. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but like every time, like I would get just really, really terrible stuff. Mm-hmm. And the goal, you know, in critiquing those things, at least I had a rubric, you know, like, did you submit something? Right. There's some points. Did you put your name on it? There's some points. <laughs> You'd be surprised how no, many people I, put their name on things. I, I would I would not be because I know I know that people cannot follow simple simple instructions. Right. So, so I'm grading on the instructions, not on the right. quality. Right. Whereas this there are no instructions other than find the spirit of Pawnee. And so all they have is grade on quality. Right. Um, so it's yeah, it's a painful moment. And so yeah, at the end of the day, everybody is a little bit more angry, um, except for Ron and, and Andy, because they are just a little bit weirded out. So. <laughs> right. So now we get to the big pitch where all the departments, this is where I thought it was really fun, because now you get to see what all the other departments come up with. Right. And uh, first one up is Sewage Joe. And he comes out. And I love I love his voice and the way he talks. Like, yeah. this is going to be next to your department for the next hundred years uh and he holds it up and it's a plumber <laughs> with a pipe over his shoulder and mm-hmm. an american flag and yes. like it's actually like and an eagle sewage, yeah and an eagle and it's like sewage joe your department like you really you guys really went for it like this is not a garbage piece no like it, it's it's good like and it, it, leslie he was like wow that's really good they, they could win but mark again says no they took a stand even patriotism is a stand Yeah, and man feeding birds in the park. No stand, <laughs> no point of view whatsoever. <laughs> I know. And I love this part when Leslie goes, no point of view smart. <laughs> because She's I think that's how, yeah, that's how so many people live their lives. Like I'm, I don't want to have a point of view because people, you know, they might not like it. Let's play it safe and win. It's great. Right. It's, there's a lot of subtext. Down. Yep. Keep your head down. Don't cause waves. And everything will be fine. It's not and just that, murals, people. No, you got. Sometimes you got to stand up and risk being the the nail that sticks out of the deck, just so that people hear what you got to say. Oh man. Anyway, eventually someone will hammer you down or something when they want to restain the deck. But uh, still, it's a uh, it's important. Don't just try to not make waves. For or you'll be waves. in a movie called The Quiet Place. The Quiet Place, the John Krasinski movie. Yeah, the nail that's sticking up out of the. Oh Never. my gosh. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> oh, oh. Hey, sometimes I, you stick out. You make, say that? <laughs> you make an impression, you know? Oh, my stomach hurts now. Oh, that was, it, that's a great movie. And I, we can't, we can't go too far down that road. I'm sorry. Right, keep going. Uh, all right. So Sewage Show, Sewage Joe. Uh, and then it cuts to Ron and Andy running into each other in the hallway and trying to, like, I love Andy is like trying to find a way to not be seen by yeah. Ron. But he's taller than everybody, bigger than everybody. It's obvious that they've seen each other. And so he's like looking in the, the wall and looking for a way out. And then he's like, oh, hey, hey, Ron, I didn't see you there. Oh, the uh, blocking the blocking in this shot is perfect. So the blocking is like where the characters and how you stage people. So you've got mm-hmm. the timing of the lady coming out of the bathroom. So he gets blocked there. And then he tries to get it like a drink of water to bide some time. And he's trying to do anything just so Ron can get out of the awkward situation, too. But there's somebody that like, everywhere he turns, he's shut off. And right. yeah. And then he's like, Oh, Hey Ron, there's no escaping the yeah. awkward in the middle of, in the middle of a giant building. He can't get away. It's great. Again, there are too many people <laughs> in this building yeah. for a city, the size of Pawnee, right? Like, there are just 
too many people. Um, anyway, so uh, so they start to have a conversation, and Ron's like, "Listen, about the thing that happened yesterday," and and Andy's like, "Look, I don't want to talk about it. Let's just never talk about it again." <laughs> and Ron is like, oh, "Got it. Talk about what?" <laughs> The and weird Andy, noise you made? The moan, Ron. The moan, the moan. <laughs> <laughs> It's so good. It's so, so funny. Um, and uh, and so Ron's like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I don't, we don't need to talk about it. Like, oh, yeah, great. Fine. Then that's that's good. Let's never talk about it again. Um, but it is always going to be a thing that happened right. in their lives. They will. There's no coming back. Uh, so... Um, so that which, got resolved, which, which is great because like their arcs so much later on down in the series is is great. It's one of my favorite like relationship arcs. So it's you know this is part of their their story, the part of their origin story in a way. It's great. Yeah, right. You know, Ron is like dad of the office. Yeah, and April and Andy are are really his kids mm-hmm. more than anybody else. Yeah, and um, and so these interactions are are great. And, um, yeah, so they, that, that part kind of resolves and, uh, and then the fire department comes in to make their presentation. Um, and the chief is like, well, it's basically your, your classic dogs playing poker with a fire theme. Everything's on fire theme. And so, uh, pointing around and just a bunch of stuff they like. Um, and there's a, a, a lady in a bikini with a hamburger for a head and like all kinds of just weird stuff. Um, but it's like, you know what? We're not going to win, but we had fun. And I like how they, like how they wrote his line too, because he talks a lot like, um, the, uh, Louis CK as the officer when he's like, uh, and here we have an attractive female with a hamburger head. So like, right. even like, even the way they describe things as, as police and fire department right. people, that's all the same. Like, like they all talk the same. It's so great. Yeah. Oh, it's a, yeah. And here we have the, the fire department gets it. Yeah. Like we as a team care about each other and we want to have fun together. This is an opportunity for us to have fun together. And so that's what they did. Leslie, so focused on winning all the time, mm-hmm. missed out on the fun togetherness of it all. And uh, and so then here, the fire department, the voice of reason in every city. <laughs> Yeah, uh, comes and to, and shows her like this is this is what this was about for us, and so then she has a change of heart to uh, go ahead and use the camel, and knowing that they're going to lose, but even a little sliver of it's like we might win. Now nah, we're going to lose. Yeah. Um, so they present in their presentation the the city manager and the other two people who are on the decision board. I don't know. Um, they're asking questions about it. And Paul, the city manager, is like, well, tell me about the, the shapes. And Anne's like, you can't handle the shapes. And he's like, actually, I like the shapes. <laughs> yeah. It's like a little, it's a little vindication for Tom, who's just been like trying to get everybody to realize, like see what he sees in the art, which is so great. Right. Cause it's like so many people dismiss abstract art. Oh, my, my kid could do that. And then he gets it and he's like, no, the shapes, you guys, the, don't you see it? It's, it's yeah. wonderful. Right. And even in the show, like, it looks like a child could do that. No child could do that. <laughs> <laughs> Only God can do this. Only God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, and then they're looking at Michael Jackson is carrying <laughs> Jesus, Greg Kinnear, and there's the fire in the building. Um, and it looks like, it's like, it looks like Jesus is taking, or Michael Jackson's carrying Jesus 
into the fire. It's like, well, that's because he's moonwalking, and we didn't think about that. Um, and April, I think she literally breaks at that, like, breaks character because she's just cracking up. Right. She's like holding her sweater <laughs> holding her over face. her face and stuff. Um, yeah, that was so my, that was my favorite joke of the entire of the entire episode for me was Michael Jackson carrying Jesus Greg Kinnear <laughs> in, into the fire. Fantastic. And then and then it was just Leslie trying to explain out of that. <laughs> right. But even then is like, is he carrying Bill Paxton into the yeah. fire? Like, oh, is Bill Paxton from Indiana? <laughs> like Donna's still thinking too. Like, this could work. <laughs> yeah. This just gets, keeps getting better. Because <laughs> uh, I could switch out that mask car. Right. Paxton. That'd be great. Um, so in the end, no department one. And they just decided to uh, restore the painting because it would be too expensive to do a new one. And they changed it to the Diversity Express. So they just rename yeah. it. They just get a new plaque. That's it. That right. was their fix. Government. Yeah. So, yeah. Government's all, pretty great. All all of the all of the time that all the departments took to do that. All of the the you know their committee meetings to figure out which one they're going to pick, and they put a plaque on it. Perfect. Great. Perfect ending to art. Yeah, it's a good solution, and nothing moved forward. Nothing. Nope. So that's one of the reasons why I, this is a good, this could be a good introduction episode. Yeah. You get to know the characters. Uh, nothing's really going to change outside of this episode. It doesn't affect anything. Get jaded um, by government. It's perfect. Yeah, exactly. Why not? Why not? I believe the government is the, no. Um, anyway. Uh, <laughs> but so Tom, but then, Tom's not done. No, Tom is having a, a real change of heart regarding art. Um, and so the credits scene is Tom going back to art school to find his art student and saying, Hey, I need you to make more like, like what you did before. Um, and the guy, I, it's gotta be good. And he's like, I don't know what you mean by good. And Tom's just, I look my, one of my favorite things in this whole show ever shut up and do more art for me. <laughs> yes. And he just picks up the, he picks up the purple one and goes and slams it back down. He goes, this one's racist. <laughs> He's like, he's like a junkie. He's like, I need, no, that's not it. I need that. I, I got to itch that scratch that, that, that the yeah. other one gave me. Like, come on, man. Come on. I need I got, my art. I back to that moment. And it, yeah. like, it cuts to him, like looking at the, the painting that the guy made in the first place is like, you know, I've been staring at this for five hours. Is this normal? Like a piece of art, art. made me have an emotional reaction. Is this normal? Right there. That's, and that's what art is. And I think that's, that's the, the age long, you can read all the books and do all the things, but I think without getting into a big art discussion, they boil it down to, did you have an emotional response to it? Good, bad. That's art. It, it, that's the, that's the point of it. You know, it's like watching a TV show or a movie or uh, reading a book or listening to a song. Did you interact with it emotionally? I know I just got way too unfunny with that, but you know, that's, that's why art's fun. Cause it's, you know, you don't have to watch somebody fall into a manhole to laugh. <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that. But, uh, <laughs> uh, I agree with you. I, I, I do enjoy art. Yeah. You know, I'm a, I'm an art person. Uh, you and I went to Uruguay. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, um, you know, where did you, when I went with you, did we go to the art museum? Yes. Yeah. And, you know, every, all the signs are in Spanish, so I don't know what anything is or whatever. All Perfect. I had was the image. Right. And uh, there were several that were abstract images that, like, I, I was just, I just was transfixed by. Mm -hmm. They were wonderful. And one of them was my head, my header on my blog for a long time. And it was yeah. just like a bunch of rectangles. 
<laughs> bunch <laughs> of shapes. A bunch of shapes. <laughs> bunch of shapes. Yeah. And then there, there was another one that I loved just because it made me made me happy. It just said oof. It was a a yellow background with blue letters. Oof. That's it. I was like, this is great. I love this. Can I buy this? Uh, But I didn't have room in my carry-on. So it happens. uh, Yeah. But like, that was like, I love going to art museums. And uh, when my daughter and I went to New York and we were able to go to um, MoMA, Museum Mm -hmm. of Modern Art. And, you know, my kids grew up watching Little Einstein's which is great in a lot of ways because it's always got um, a piece of classical music and a art theme, some piece of art that they are interacting with. And one of them at one point was Starry Night. And Starry Night is at MoMA. And so I knew that going in and I was like, Joss, we're going to see some really cool stuff. We're also going to see some really weird stuff. But there's going to be stuff that you recognize from shows that you've watched. And I want, I want to hear what you think about it when you see it, the real thing. And so when we got to Starry Night, it was crowded around. Like there mm-hmm. were so many people looking at this tiny little painting. Yeah. And Joss was like, is that really, is that really it? I'm like, yeah, that's it. He's like, that is really cool. Like this thing that so many people have seen is right here. And I'm seeing it face to face. It's pretty, pretty a, a powerful experience to be, you know, in the, you know, be able to see it with your own eyes instead of right. created through through a screen or through a cartoon talking about it. Like, but they're like, no, this is it. And then to be able to see the details of the breaststrokes and all that stuff, like it's really, really cool. You get it. You get it. This is great. I love, I love art. Big fan of art. Shut up and do more (laughs) art for me. (laughs) Sounds good. Perfect. I don't think there's a better way to to end it. Yeah, that's great. (laughs) So, um, yeah, for a long time, this was, uh, that was one of my yeah. favorite parts of this show was Tom just telling this guy, shut up and do more art for me. Yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. I think, yeah, it's great, great words to live by. So what do we, so what's up next? I think we got the hunting trip coming up here next. Um, I don't, I don't know if that's next. Uh, is it? I, I think, I think so. Up. Yep. So we've got, I'm almost positive because I, I just watched it. We're going to look next. Here we go. Next. Yes, the hunting trip. Oh, man. So good. <laughs> so good. All right. Uh, yeah. So if you are just heads up, if you have not seen the hunting trip, if you are in any way um, triggered uh, by um, by hunting, just heads up. There's some stuff. There's a celebration of hunting in this this next episode, um, but it is an 8.8 and it is very funny. Mm. And again, uh yeah, Tom is great in this one too. So, um, yeah, it's gonna be good. Bula, 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 bula. I'll talk to you later. All right, I'll see you later, man. <laughs> Bye. Bye.